happens if you take smelling salt and you're not passed out? Every time one of your nose, the mix of the chemicals wakes your brain up. But what so. if you're already awake? It just what really if... stinks. Oh, that's it. It doesn't yeah. do anything. Oh, hey, look, and it's already set up right. Well, it wasn't because she had to move it. So. Well, no, but I mean, where it's just showing her. Oh yeah. <laughs> can you hear us? Can you see us? Yeah. Can you hear me? Is everything good? You're good. I was just looking at the smell and salt thing. I'll do it. What? Smelling salt. Can you not hear Oh, it? yeah. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, she posted it, so. It's, oh, I don't know. It's what her thing from it, less than five minutes ago. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I've been watching like a whole bunch of the Hammer films, which have a whole bunch of bitches that are like always fainting and they got smelling salts. So I looked up, I'm like, does that shit still exist? And yes, you can buy smelling salts, but I think they're for some entirely different purpose. This looks like protein powder or whatever the hell this picture is called yeah. skull fucking smelling salts. And it looks yeah. like it's in a, it's either a small five hour energy thing. There was no banana for scale, so I don't know how big it is. Or it's a big protein powder jug. Smelling salts. I think it's a, think it's a small smelling thing salt. and it says it comes powdered and you add water to it. But I'm like, is it just fucking cocaine? Is it, no, it smells like it's a pouch of some sort of shit with a glass tube in the middle that you break. And then when they mix, that's what it's supposed to be. Because I've met, I broke well, Apparently you drink it now. <laughs> how you gonna give, how you gonna get somebody that's passed out to drink something? That's how you die. Well, I don't know that you drink it, but I think you add water, maybe it stains or something like it. <laughs> I don't know, but if somebody sends us some, I'll take it and say. I'm not gonna pay for it and you know be the ass of everybody's fucking jokes. Well, gotta, well if you're gonna be the ass, I'll pay for it. <laughs> no, none of us should have to pay for it. Somebody else should have to pay. Well, it was kind of my thing though, because I was like, you know, is that a thing that still exists? Because in my head, I'm like, there's no reason for it to because women just don't just like faint all the time now. But if you maybe we should. It's like a thing. I've never actually seen anybody faint. They were getting knocked out. Like, I saw it one time. I want to say, like elementary school, a girl fainted in like a rehearsal for like a bullshit school play or some shit. Where, which apparently I wasn't in because I was in the audience to see her fall. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get invited. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anybody. You ever seen anybody faint? Yeah, people just don't faint anymore. Not just the thing. Did they faint back then, or is that a TV thing? <laughs> What's fainting ever? Or, or maybe it was just like what women did to like get themselves out of an unfortunate situation. situation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it, was, it was like super hot. <laughs> they were in the desert now because they're going west. They got corsets on, basically. <laughs> And they're drinking fucking heroin, uh, marijuana, hot shot things. It's just in a tube. You get. <laughs> Where do you get it from? The pharmacy guy. He'll give it to you. That's just, you know, things some shit with like, fucking codeine, marijuana, heroin, and a bunch of other shit in it. You oh, yeah. That's the, the guy in the wagon. The snake oil salesman. You yeah. You can also buy that shit you know, Sears back in the day. Yeah. You ever yeah. Seen, you ever seen <laughs> that is the same thing. It's just the faints. They're just, they're, they're passed out. 
oh were all those women druggies and they were just nicer about women back then so they didn't want to say that they had od'd well if they od'd like smelling salts wouldn't be the does an od not work if you're past i mean does smell salts not work if you're passed out from an od has anybody ever tried that I don't think it fixes it though. You're still ODing. But so. would it wake you up? Because you're less likely to die if you're awake, right? That's why they always tell you not to go to sleep. No, you know, don't. if like your shit is cut off and you're having. I a feel like smelling salts. Like, I feel like you're beyond smelling salts if you're ODing. <laughs> but I mean, where's what if I had some? Would I be the asshole if I pulled them out? And was yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right. I won't do that, then. I'm smelling salts for you. <laughs> yeah. Y'all are going to fucking regret that shit one day. <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, so, buyer beware, fucking shitty-ass music festivals. Who wants to go first? Y'all go first. Woo! I never go first. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. That's why this will be a special moment. Moment with Brooke Perry. <laughs> we let's have a moment together. Yeah, let's, have, let's have a special, sincere moment with our fans. Um, we decided to do the Fire Fest, which everybody knows about mostly. But that shit is wild. And we were just watching, we actually watched a YouTube video about it. It's just, I just don't even get it. It's just wild. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to give a, I got a quick rundown I wrote. Is that, is that okay? Yeah. So it was founded by con artist Billy McFarland and rapper Ja Rule. And there is your first Ooh. red flag. Like Ja Rule's been gone forever. And then he pops up all of a sudden with some goofy ass white dude. And he's like, hey, come to the Bahamas. And wait, y'all, hold on. I might have to get Mango out of here because he is losing his fucking mind. Mango. Mango. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> I could throw in that gift right there or whatever. All right. He started fucking growling at nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As you fucking should be. I'm a dog mom. <sighs> All right. No. Okay. So Our three fans will identify. <laughs> we decided to do fire fest. Um, quick rundown. Ryan's got some dates, but I'll do a quick rundown right quick. Mine's kind of a also a rundown with some dates. It's just I got a different area than what you were writing down. So this was founded by con artist Billy McFarland and rapper Ja Rule. And like I said, is that not a huge red flag? When's the last time you heard anything from Ja Rule? And now here it is, 2017, and all of a sudden him and some goofy ass white dude are like. Give us $1,500 and we'll fly you to the Bahamas for two weeks. I mean, I'm probably just going to be like, nah, but whatever. People did it. Whatever. The whole reason, though, which I did not know. What else are you going to do the weekend after Coachella? The whole reason for Firefest was to promote an app. It's called the Fire app. And it's an app that you use to book music artists. It also doesn't exist and doesn't do anything. Yeah. So, you know, but that's that's what this started out as. It's supposed <laughs> to be a promotion for this fucking app. So they promised people. So a promo for a promo for an app. They promised people um, luxury villas, private jets, all this shit. They ended up with FEMA tents and prepackaged sandwiches. They were sandwiches. Like, um... <laughs> 
they straight up gave them fucking county jail <laughs> lunches. They did. Like it was ridiculous. bread with cheese on the side that looked like it was like three cents. But, it was just So this horrible. was 2017. In 2018, McFarland pled guilty to one count of wire fraud to defraud investors and ticket holders and a second count to defraud ticket vendors. He was sentenced to six years in prison and ordered to forfeit $26 million. I don't know how much he made altogether. So did he still get to keep some money? Like, surely he made more than $26 million if the tickets were fucking $2,000 a piece, right? Because a bunch of fucking people, I don't, I don't know the deets on that. Maybe somebody else has that. I don't care about it. But um, there were two documentaries, one on Hulu and one on Netflix. They're both fucking great. I feel like they were both from different points. Wasn't one of them kind of towards the... Oh, it wasn't their fault, and the other one was kind of like eh. one that's more explaining. Yeah. yeah, but um, so watch those if you hadn't seen it. If you've seen Inventing Anna, Anna Sorkin or Anna Delvey actually spent four months at a loft in Manhattan with Billy and his team, and they they show that in the show. Mm-hmm. That's fucking true, but not because they wanted her there, because she asked if she could stay a couple days, and then she just wouldn't fucking leave. They ended up having to move because, like, their company was in their their company was based in this loft. They ended up having was. to break the lease, move to a townhouse that she wouldn't fucking fit in to get rid of her. <laughs> Stupid ass, <laughs> whatever. Um, fast forward a bunch of years, he's done his time. It's today now. McFarland is currently working on a new festival. It is called, and it's P Y R T pronounced pirate (laughs) like i'm about to steal all your shit he's calling it a remote island extravaganza they're supposed to be vr technology influencers and they're going to be on an island he's super fucking into the fact that there will be no music there though (laughs) he's like this isn't a music festival guy it y'all it's a it's a vr festival so y'all go i guess buy your tickets for pirate (laughs) because why not? Well, I feel like fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I won't get fooled like, again. This, this is still shame on them. Like, I there were red flags every step of the fucking way for that. Um, if I'm shelling out that much money for a ticket for something, you best believe I'm doing a bunch of research. You know what I mean? And I'm sorry, but just some goofy white dude. And jaw rule together in 2017 well, is a red. Well, how much did they spend? Hold up. How much did they spend? Some tickets were 500 bucks. Some of them were three and four thousand. And I don't so, know how they divvied up what the difference was. I spent so much more than 500 bucks on Blu ray. <laughs> oh, well, so did we. So did we. And I was going to talk about like, no research. <laughs> But we weren't on a remote-ass island that you could take a jet to. They didn't tell us that we weren't allowed to bring money. Like, just, you know. No, I'm, I, no, no. That's on you, guy. That's on you. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) You go ahead. What you got? You know you left all your goddamn gin here, too, right? I did. did. Yeah. I might drink it in a little bit. Oh, yeah. Go at it. Yeah. Depends on how I feel. Oh, which reminds me, I should probably, like, announce the drink that I made specifically for this, even though none of us are drinking. Oh. 
Nice. I'll do that on my turn. Yeah. <laughs> still run. Still doing the fire fest. Yeah, I can add some few deets to the fire fest. So originally, like she said, 2017 is going to be April 28th, the weekend after Coachella. I didn't know that it and was then, the weekend after Coachella. Yeah, it's, this this was an in, that, that's I feel why like they, this is the same crowd. Were they not already fucking tired? Like, no, they just keep going to different places and fly and have. We did that once. We did Days of the Dead and Mad Monster like weekend, like back to back weekends. It was fucking awful. I was so tired. Oh yeah, it was fucking yeah, awful. How, we're way too old for two weekends. No, too much shit. <laughs> so they, then they eventually were they going to do two weekends in a row of all these bands and this and that, of course. So like you said, yeah, uh, Ja Rule and Billy McFarlane, no relation to the Family Guy guy. Yeah, thank God, right? Because that's the first thing I thought, but it's not even spelled the same, I don't think. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. but I was like, Jesus Christ, yeah, I don't so, Family uh, Guy be mixed up in this. <laughs> so we felt like the top thousand Instagram influencers which is the dumb I just hate saying that phrase out loud and that's how he targeted people so he wants he wants people to just want to blow money which is kind of a good idea but you know that's what we want to I, yeah. I hope everybody here is influence the shit out of people yeah just people that want to blow their fucking money so like the whole thing the music festival originally and they said do not advertise it was once owned by this person. Yeah. Was owned by Pablo Escobar. But technically, it was owned by him, but the actual person that stayed there was uh, George Young, the guy who. That movie with Johnny Depp, you remember? Oh, that's Yeah, yeah that's what? one of his guys. That was his island from the movie. So that's where this whole fire yeah, festival so fire is going to be. Yeah, so fire happened on Pablo Escobar's blow island. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> fucking not Family Guy was told specifically. Do not mention Pablo Escobar's name. So the first thing he did was make a video with that in it and a bunch yeah. of other shit. So the they were like, thing he did. He's like, uh, hey, who wants to come to Pablo So Escobar's that's name? that's why they had to switch it over to this fucking, uh, the, it wasn't the Norman's Cape, Exuma's Island, yeah, which is about. Because they kicked his ass out yeah, when he it's said not Pablo that far, Escobar. It's, it's like, only no, a little like, bit farther down on the little island chain, but it's much more mainstream. Another red flag yeah. right there. Nobody, Anybody who bought tickets after that happened. I don't feel sorry for You went from zero because people. Because that was on the news. Yeah, a private <laughs> island to an island with now 7,000 people that regularly live and sleep and eat on this island. That's a big fucking difference. 7,000 people on a little tiny island is big as shit. So they don't have, you know, any of the bullshit. They're going to get all these bands, and I, I wrote down all the bands. This is what you were going to get for your... <laughs> 500 bucks if you were an early bird. That's what they went. $1,200 was about the... The normal price between twelve and fifteen hundred dollars, you would get a private jet yeah, to an on. island what? with hold these on. bands. That's why, and it, so I didn't realize this either. <laughs> but I mean, that is a lot of reason why they didn't have the money because they didn't charge enough. Yeah, this is like this is a fifty thousand dollar festival for twelve hundred bucks for a, a, a whole villa, private villa, private, private villa jet, on the beach. Yeah. Fucking free food and drinks included. The best cuisine in the world. By, yeah, celebrity chefs. I mean, and nobody, nobody was like... So for $1,200, no, you're, sure. you're getting a <laughs> private jet for Emeril Lagasse to cook for you on goddamn Pablo Escobar's island. And who's going to play for you? Sure. Fucking... 
Pusha T, Major Lazer, Blink-182, the Migos are going to be there, Designer, Little Yachty showing up. Say, Just like 15 bands of wasn't, ridiculousness. Wasn't Blink-182 the first ones that came out? I, they pulled out. I and they so. said... Because they didn't put any they said that it was wild as fuck. money down on any of the bands. And they said it was wild as fuck, and they did not feel like they would have the support they needed to give the fans the show they deserved. Because of... They knew. Alright? <laughs> but they said it all professional, but they were like, no, nah, it's fucked up. And then one by one, every fucking band started pulling out. <laughs> they were like, nah, man. <laughs> Doing this shit. Some of the bands came and said that they never actually signed a contract or even agreed to be there. They didn't give them retainers. They, they didn't were give just any kind of advertising money. that these people were going to be All the there. money they blew didn't even get go to the bands. He blew it so before like that. Wayne's World 2 where it's like, if you build them, If you build them, them, they will come. That's what they thought. If you, no, if you book them, they will come. No, they won't. No. You have to pay them. They won't. They don't check their email that often. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? You can't just send fucking... Aerosmith an email and go, hey, I've got you booked this weekend, and then hope for the fucking best, because the best is not what's going to happen, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> Who else is going to be there? Rip Taylor! What? <laughs> wow, I like, I, I, when he's listing the bands and Wayne's one at one point, fucking even Garth goes, really? Like, he's like, are you fucking serious? Because he went so far, and that's what Ja Rule and Billy were like. Like, one of them was like, Dude, maybe just not Blake 182 fucking Migos, goddamn Major Laser, everybody, body, yeah, we're gonna have fucking private villas and shut up, maybe not all that. Oh, fucking, there's gonna be so, goddamn Kardashians there. We're gonna have. Let's talk about what happens when they get there. Let's talk about the restaurant. Oh, so yeah, they, 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 everybody shows up, not on private jets. No, they um, just they got them a regular you're, plane. You're skipping, you're skipping the night before. Okay, so they had set up. Oh yeah. Tents. No, they, they haven't gotten there yet. No. I was not getting the plane to get there. Hold on, but when they get there, the reason they can't go straight and they have to go to the island is because the night before, there's a huge-ass fucking rainstorm wets all the fucking mattresses in all these tents that people have fucking paid for. So they're trying to buy time, right? So the people show up and they shuttle them to this goddamn restaurant on this island who apparently was not a part of this at all. Just these people show up, right? And they just start ordering all this food and all this alcohol. And they're there for like, what did I say, seven hours? Six or seven hours, yeah. Just drinking fucking alcohol. All of them have been told that they don't pay for food or drinks. Yeah. This restaurant is not a part of that, though, right? This restaurant thinks they're having the best fucking day ever. And they never get paid for all of this shit. Because they had to send these people over here... While they try to figure out what to do with all the wet ass mattresses. Like, I mean, oh my fucking god. This is disaster. Fucking disastrous. I'm sorry, go ahead. You're good. <laughs> so, did the restaurant. No. Sue? Oh, I don't know if they did. I know um, when I was reading earlier, it was over a hundred civil lawsuits. Not including, you know, he did prison time or whatever, which he should have. Wire fraud, yeah. Yeah, but um, there were over a hundred civil. I'm surely they were one of them, but I didn't see anything about who won and you know what. And I, some of that shit might still be pending in court, or you know, there ain't no damn telling. What happened to Job Rule? Hopefully, he went to just go hang out at home like any normal fifty-year-old guy would do. Come on, Job Rule, man, I love Job Rule. That was my jam. That kind of hurts my feelings. He got tied up in that shit. But also, <laughs> would I go to a music festival 
put on by Ja Rule? Never. Absolutely not. Never. Like, especially, I just thought of this. He's not even one of the performers. Yeah, no, he wasn't even listening to the list. He's not on the list. He's just... He wasn't even going to play in his old show. Nope. No, like, no, he just hooked up with this goofy white dude and was like, yeah, we can make a ton of money doing this. Can you, though? Uh, all right, so uh, they were at the restaurant. Nobody pays for anything. They get done with all their bullshit and tell everybody, basically, um... Yeah, it's not ready, so find a tent and good luck. Oh, yeah. So they just sent them to the beach to find tents. Not enough tents for everyone And these either. are people who had paid for the luxury villains. Yeah. They said the villains they just, aren't ready. They just told everybody, screw Go it. Go grab a find tent. Find some shit. Keep in mind, they've been drinking free booze for seven hours. Yeah, there were some fights, maybe some There's TikTok videos of people who had their shit just straight up stole out from under them. They're all, these dudes just came in and took our fucking mattresses, so now we don't have anywhere to sleep. Like, oh shit! Yeah, it was the whole thing. Yeah, they had that bullshit. Nobody had play. A lot of people were sleeping on their own fucking luggage, hanging out just wherever. The next day, old Billy was like, "Uh, yeah, we can't really do this right. Y'all need to go back home." And told everybody, "Just fuck it. There's nothing there. There's no food. They said they were nothing. sorry. And they were sorry. It was on fancy letterhead." <laughs> yeah, we're done. Um, you should get the fuck out of here. So it got so bad though. People were contacting the fucking U.S. Embassy yeah. to help them get home. Because keep in mind, they told them it was cashless. They had their stupid bands, which they had those bands at Blue Ridge. Yeah, but they didn't tell us that we couldn't bring cash. And if they had, you think my ass ain't gonna have some cash? Because I know how the real world works. Right. I don't know what the fuck yeah. is happening out here in goddamn Virginia. You know what I mean? But, yeah, so I nobody had cash. <laughs> they couldn't get drinks. Apparently there's no Wi-Fi out there. So nobody's credit card shit was working. And people just had nothing. And then they're like, yeah, just go just go home then. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for trying. <laughs> and then at one point they locked everybody in the airport. Yeah, there were so many people. Know. There weren't enough planes and flights. They had to lock them in overnight. There's videos of them. I mean, the whole thing just slammed full of fucking people and all of them just trying to get back to fuck home after they've spent however many thousands of dollars on Ja Rule and not Family Guy's fucking... <laughs> so dumb. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> that is not worth And then eventually the, uh, the last few stragglers got kicked the fuck off the island when the... What's the name of the islands? The Eximas? Ex oh, sorry. The Exuma Islands. The... I guess the Prime Minister, whatever their dude is called, was like, hey, um, y'all need to get the fuck off this island, but did it in a really nice letter, but it basically said, yeah, it's done, y'all need to fuck off the island, and released it. Like, if fucking Joe Biden was like, yeah, y'all need to get the fuck out of here, sorry, bye. <laughs> and that's what he did with a fancy letterhead, but it said, get the fuck out of here. <clears throat> the party's over. No fire festival, no jaw rule leave. Yeah. And that was it. So not to mention... Send all the fuck home with no refunds, no nothing. They set up this section, and I don't know how big the section of the island they used for the fire fest was or whatever. They used the locals to help set up the tents yep. and blah blah blah. Didn't fucking pay them. They showed up pissed as hell because they're like, hey, where's my fucking money? Never got paid. That's probably part of the civil lawsuits, yeah. you know, oh, or whatever. But, I mean, the whole... It's like, they really thought that just if they wrote it down on paper that it would fucking happen. 
So for the new one, have they named like a destination? Like, is there an island for the new one? I don't know. Um, I didn't write it down if there is. I'm going to say probably not. Not yet, because I just saw I this. This just popped up like a... this bullshit? Well, <laughs> I guess, because, you know, at first it was Pablo Escobar's island, but then the other island, because that guy, even that, the leader of that island, or whatever you call him, is the one that came out and told people to go to the yeah. embassy and shut it down. Like, apparently yeah, he, he like, didn't know about go. it anyway. Yeah. He was just like... It's over. Oh, they just showed up. Yeah, he was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like... <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. Y'all want to fucking try to crowdfund tickets to this pirate shit? We'll go see what it's all about. No, I do not. <laughs> I'm way too old for that kind of experimentation. <laughs> yeah, me too. No. I can't do it. Oh, yeah. man. Maybe drug theory could like raise the money to send like an intern <laughs> yeah we need to hire an intern that goes and does dumb shit because we're too old we've actually talked about hiring an intern before i said i was going to contact the university i should totally do that and just say i mean what's the worst i could say fucking no people tell me no all the time <laughs> it's not a big deal <laughs> um if any of y'all out there watching want to fucking be an intern and want to also do the work of figuring out how I can make you an intern. <laughs> just Well, I guess just somebody could volunteer, right? Then we don't have to do paperwork or anything. They could just say, hey, I want to volunteer for Drunk Theory. And then we'll just be like, well, if they were at like anything we say, or something, we would probably have to do some paperwork. Uh, to like, give them credit. Like yeah, we'll take a rando as well. You pay for everything and then just report back. <laughs> now you're... <laughs> We would have to pay for it. We would have to pay for it. Okay. Well. Which I'm not like totally against. Honestly, <laughs> I don't have to do it. <laughs> if they'll go and like take pictures and all of that. But. Y'all, the idea is up in the air. Also, they can sue us though, which would be awful. Why would they be able to sue us if they go somewhere and it sucks? That's not fair. I didn't know that it sucked, or did I? This is drunk theory. You said you wanted to work here, dipshit. <laughs> Like, do I not win immediately? Oh, no, it's no good. You can't say it's I guess like us that. talking about it now, like, so <laughs> What if where we weren't told, told us to get the <laughs> fuck on the truck and don't like it, you're gonna die? What the fuck ever? You can't do that. No, I feel like they can. I feel like if my supervisor at work came up to me and was like, Put hey. Put something dangerous like get on a forklift's end and be picked up to the top. You'd get the fuck out of here. Except for that's different because then nope, they nope. could fire me, whereas this person is a person that said, hey, I'll do anything y'all want. And I realize that this is drunk theory and all of y'all's ideas happen when you're drunk, which so means they're works. terrible ideas. Yeah. Right? I mean, this you assume all the responsibility At a certain here. point, a contract becomes too crazy to enforce and then the courts just go, you get nothing. So you have to be at the edge of the craziness, but you can't just say whatever. Well, y'all, I've got court on Monday. I'll be sure to ask my ask lawyer. Your lawyer. <laughs> what he thinks about that. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got for Firefest? No, that's it. That's it. Firefest was Everybody a shit went show. Home, got nothing. Sued. Um, I was thinking about this earlier. As far as I know, there were no. Um, like horrific injuries, like nobody died or anything. So that's that's good. Um, yeah. When we were talking about this is what we were gonna do, I started looking up some music festivals. 
a lot of them I passed up because a lot of people have died at fucked up festivals, and I just really didn't want to. I didn't want to bring it down. Right, we're talking ninety nine. Yeah, but like, I'm gonna kill you to be the asshole here. No, there, I mean, there's ones where people have been crushed to death. That it, like there was a landslide somewhere, like just fucked up shit. Was Fleetwood Mac playing? No, um, but the one where Sugarland, shut up. The one, the one. I'm sorry. The fair where Sugarland and some other country, oh, that country band and shit. the stage collapsed or some shit. I didn't hear about that one. Or there shit. was a storm and a bunch I of people. Vaguely remember. Yeah, I started to do that one and I was like, no, that's fucking depressing. But as far as I know, nobody got seriously injured or killed during Firefest. Now it's just a funny thing that I can make fun of you for spending fucking five grand on. So right. That's where I'm at with Firefest. So are we? Yeah, you're up, Kelly. All right, so we're moving on to Woodstock '99. Um, before I talk about Woodstock '99, I want to tell y'all about the drink I made for this episode. So I created oh, a drink. drink. I'm just fucking. I'm fucking really sorry. None of us are drinking this drink because Kelly right. can't go out in the rain, so we're not together tonight. So. The drink that I created for this episode is called Woodstock on Fire, which is a twist on the traditional Woodstock recipe. It is something that you need to prepare in advance. So you're going to want to make an infusion with one part maple syrup, three parts gin. I use Hendrix, which I love. Is that what we drank last weekend? Yeah, it's in there. Okay. Yes. Oh, you're going okay. To want to put jalapeno pepper in your infusion. So if you want to be Woodstock 99, use a half of pepper sliced longwise. I'm going to jump in here and say that's too much fucking pepper. If you want to be Woodstock 94, maybe cut that shit in half. <laughs> I'm Woodstock 94, baby. That was too much pepper. So. Let that shit sit for two days, strain it through like a fine mesh strain, and there you have your maple jalapeno gin. What if the mesh when strain you... is only kind of good looking? What? Don't pay him any attention. Oh. I said the fesh, my <laughs> fine mesh strain wasn't quite fine if it was only kind of good looking mesh Just strain. Just move on. Just move on. <laughs> it's recording. Right. So once you have your infusion, uh, you're going to just serve it on the rocks with a squeeze of lemon. And that is Woodstock on fire. So. It was definitely on fire. It's too hot for me. On fire. <laughs> too hot for Kara. I actually like it. I'll probably make it again. Yes, man, do half the pepper and then I'll like it too. Well, I did half a pepper, so I need to do a no, quarter half pepper. Half like whatever you use. I need a, a quarter pepper for you. There you go. So, I am talking about Woodstock 99, uh, which is a total shit show that happened July 22nd through July 25th of 1999 in Rome, New York. The attendance for this festival is listed as approximately 220,000, and that is actually part of the conspiracy, is that nobody really knows how many people were at this fucking show. <laughs> So I'm going to talk about that. Do they that. think that it's more or they think that it's less? 
No, they think it's much more. Oh, yeah. Fence hoppers probably too, right? So I'm, I'm going to talk about why that happened. But to start with, for the promoters, you have Michael Lane. And he was actually one of the original co-founders of Woodstock. So he also did Woodstock 94. <clears throat> so he is like Woodstock all the way through, this Michael Lane guy. And you have John Cher, who is a successful New Jersey concert promoter who is working, you know, with Michael Lang on this show to make it a success. In terms of media coverage, you've got MTV, you've got live coverage via pay-per-view at $59.95 a, a pop, and Westwood One had the radio rights to it. So in terms of finances, in, in ticket sales, they had $150 was the advanced ticket price, whereas $180 was the price at the gate. All four days? Yeah. That's the whole thing? All four yeah. days? God yeah. damn, that's a, well, I was going to say that's a steal, but I'm glad I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, <laughs> <clears throat> so the reported ticket sales, and this is where the numbers get funky, and I will tell you what. So the reported ticket sales were 186983 which would have been approximately $28 million. Now, why would they underreport their ticket sales? Because they know there were more people than that there. One of those is the venue capacity. That's what I was about to say, the fucking fire marshal, they about to shut that shit down. Yeah. So the venue capacity was $250,000. Um, at that venue but also they had contracts which gave special you know consideration if they sold a lot of tickets so the Griffiths Local Development Corporation or the GLDC the city of Rome and Oneida County would receive one million to host the festival so that's done they get a million dollars a piece? Huh? Yeah, yeah. But they also get an additional $250,000 if ticket sales topped 200000 So they're just, so there's an incentive for them to <laughs> keep quiet the amount of ticket sales they have. So getting into the festival and kind of the things that started to cause the problems. The first thing that I made a note of was that on day one, <laughs> Bush followed corn. So everybody was all like... Followed them on like Twitter? No. Huh? No. No, followed them. Oh, like, when you said Bush, I thought you were talking about President Bush. <laughs> I was like, President Bush. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Banned Bush <laughs> followed. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> so everybody is like, like <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> because they've just seen corn, and then here, here comes Bush. <laughs> Which I like Bush. I don't spot. understand the animosity here because that's what a festival is. It's not everything you like. It's 
Right, but it was just like they had this like mega energy performer. Everybody was pumped up, and then some pussy comes out on stage. (laughs) I mean, I guess I get it, but I kind of don't get it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and this was just kind of the first after Slipknot. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No, everybody's all riled up, and it's not enough. I still would have had the best time ever. So at this point, like nothing bad is really happening, but people are starting to be like, you know why are things the way they are um i did make a note here that stupid baldwin was there <laughs> which 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 baldwin is the stupid baldwin he's the one from buyer dome right he's the buyer dome who is that billy is that billy baldwin no it's uh it's stephen baldwin oh, shit. billy is the one from uh vampires uh john carpenter's vampires i think and I, yeah. no i don't know like, and I just tend to make a note whenever he pops up. Is she that stupid Baldwin? There are so many fucking Baldwins, I swear to God. Yeah, but he's stupid Baldwin, and he was there, and I, I think he was doing some shit with MTV, because he was just like, you know, hey, who's ready to party? Yeah. Anyway, so as of day one, it starts to turn into a literal shit show because oh. the portable toilets yeah. start overflowing day one. Because why wouldn't they, you know? And there's trash everywhere. Like, it's a, it's a fucking mess that very first day. Like, they are not prepared whatsoever for this. So by day two, they have more than 1,000 cases of heat exhaustion or heat stroke that they're dealing with because it's so fucking hot there's nowhere to go water is like insanely expensive and they do have like free water but you can't fucking get to it so another thing about this is that the security um it was the peace patrol so they were totally unarmed they were like random kids that they had picked up a lot of people were like selling their you know uniforms to other people <laughs> so because they, oh, they didn't want to work anymore they're just like <laughs> well no just so they could get a shitload of money they're like oh yeah this will get you backstage this will get you everywhere we'll sell my shirt i got 10 more shirts back <laughs> oh my god that's, yeah. that's an entrepreneur you guys <laughs> so day two you have limp biscuit which becomes another problem. <laughs> That's what started the whole shit. They ruined the one stock 99. <laughs> but I did want to mention that Limp Biscuit was announced by Vern Troyer, which is Mini-Me. And I have this thing in my head where I feel like Mini-Me was always hanging out with Limp Biscuit in the 90s, but I don't know if that's actually true or if it's just something that I want to be true. Midget dude from Kid Rock. He rapped and shit. Y'all um, confusing everything. Was it Kid Rock? Is something in the nineties like a blur. Thought about that. Yeah, you don't remember the little dude that rapped? Yeah. yeah, that was the whole thing. But it was it was actually Vern Troyer that announced. Yeah, that was a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm confusing him with Kid Rock's midget. I forgot that Kid Rock went through a stage where he had a midget in my bad. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> So during Limp Biscuit, like everybody lost their fucking mind. Um, people started attacking the sound tower. 
and tearing the place apart and everybody's just fucking lost their fucking mind like and when when I watched the train wreck documentary and stuff and it's like you know you see Limp Biscuit coming off stage it's just like I sure wasn't my fault <laughs> love Limp Biscuit. I don't think it was their fault. Like, well, you have to expect them to be who they are, you know? Yeah. Like, so they were gonna incite some shit, you know? Um, and people were already pissed by day two because there's like shit everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's fucking mad. So, I actually forgot to mention that this whole shit is happening at like a decommissioned air force base which is such like anti-woodstock like it's ridiculous but this is happening at griffiths air force base and they are using a um a hangar like for the after parties where they're having like raves and shit so they've got fat boys <laughs> in the rave hangar there's ecstasy everywhere um people are fucking everywhere um at one point during fat boy slim's performance some people stole a van and drove it into the hangar they found like a young teenage girl like sexual assault victim in the van people are surfing on top of the van and at that point, they're like, we need to start getting everybody out of here because they didn't know if these people are just going to, like, start driving all over people. So they had to evacuate Fat Boy Slim day two. And that is wild as fuck to me because if weird shit is going to happen, it's not going to happen during Fat Boy Slim. Or am I thinking wrong of Fat Boy Slim? I just feel like that's... Fatboy Slim is not the band that you rape and murder to, right? Like, well, I feel like they were already raping and everything, and they were just like, oh my God. People, and they were I more. hate everybody. That's what we should have called this episode. The, I hate everybody. I fucking hate everybody. <laughs> Burn it down the world tour. So, day three, uh, one of the notable performances, Willie Nelson. <laughs> was there on day three i actually don't have any notes about any horrible shit that happened i just noted that he was there but on day three the public health inspector took samples of the drinking water oh don't tell me do you really not want me to tell you because people came here for facts or whatever all right so the drinking water was highly contaminated uh, with fecal bacteria. A lot of people have got what is known as trench mouth. Which what, means... What? Say it again? Trench, trench mouth. mouth. Go ahead. That's something you get in World War I nope. fucking one. So... What is trench mouth? God damn. <laughs> it is just like where you develop like a whole bunch of like sores and shit on your just mouth. Like, shut up. Just like herpes. Just like shut up. Well, it's not herpes. <laughs> But she's like shit sores, shit sores. <laughs> <laughs> Better or worse than herpes. Well, bad. 
Herpes is forever. Herpes is forever. Never, never in your life. They had shit sores on your mouth. Gray water, yummy. Do you have to? Do you have to disclose that to your future partners? Yep. You've had shit sores on your mouth. I mean, god damn. I feel like. I don't, I don't, I don't even want to continue this. <laughs> I'm going to move on. Um, so I'm going to move on. Uh, in day three is when they started to tear down the wall. And I don't know if I mentioned about the wall, but for Woodstock 99, they built a wall that was supposed to be impenetrable. Because, because so many people jumped in 94, right? In 94, they didn't make any money because, like, everybody just, like, <laughs> so in on day three they started to tear down the wall on day three was also the red hot chili peppers that played so during this you know a lot of people were there for the chili peppers you know shit's getting wild flea is butt-ass naked because he's always butt-ass naked i wouldn't even <laughs> so during the Red Hot Chili Peppers set, the powers that be uh, have planned a candlelight vigil. Is that his nickname for his junk? Huh? The powers that be? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it should be. But that is not what I'm talking about right now. So there is a planned candlelight vigil with 100,000 uh, candles as a demonstration against gun violence. Because yep. the guy that has started this, that has been with Woodstock the whole time, is like, we need a message. We need something that's going to bring the people together. Well, you hear people in the background when they're talking about this, it's like, we haven't cleared this with the fire marshal. We cannot just start handing out. <laughs> you know why? Because the fire marshal would never sign off on that shit. Yeah. Ever. Right. All but, of those people are 50% alcohol at this point. Sure, let's give pickled. them let's yeah. give them right. shit that's just on fire for no reason. So there are a few people that are like, this is the worst fucking idea ever. But apparently Michael Lang in his like, you know, Woodstock is peace and Woodstock is love and all of that. Wisdom from that guy. Yeah. So he thinks that this shit is a good idea. So they pass out these candles. Um fucking Red Hot Chili Pepper starts with Under the Bridge. People are starting their little, you know, candle and things. And then they start burning shit down. <laughs> they start setting all, all kinds of shit on fire. That is the next logical step of giving drunk people fucking fire. Right. So what happens is, since they're on, like, a decommissioned base, there is a fire department there. <clears throat> so they send some people to run down there. And the fire department's like, yeah, I bet I do. <laughs> you know, so they're like, no, nah, we ain't fucking with that. Because they're not trying to come in there with all those fucking people and shit. So they're like, no, nah, let it burn. You know, so that's pretty much what fucking happens. Uh, <laughs> they ask the Red Hot Chili Peppers to come back on for an encore. Because at this point, you know, when they start setting shit on fire. During they the fires, they're like, hey, can y'all do an encore? They're like, can you come, like, calm everybody down, maybe? Well, they're not going to just immediately turn into firefighters. If you've already turned, if you've already set everything on fire, I don't give a shit 
you can play Inya and I'm not putting out the fire. <laughs> exactly. But they do come back out and what they play <laughs> is fire by Jimmy Hendrix. Nice. Because <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> on from all that. <laughs> by the end of this shit, like, a lot of people left. Like, they're like, it fucking stinks. It's horrible. This shit is awful. Which is kind of how you feel at the end of every festival. Yeah. In, this in this case, I feel like it was probably a lot worse. Um, but the promoters had announced a special artist that would be <laughs> the very closing act. So a lot of people hung out, even though it was fucking the worst shit ever. So they, you know, sit through everything and they're waiting on this special act. And what they do is they play a video of Jimi Hendrix. And that's like the special act that everybody just like hung out for. A video? Oh my God. For a fucking YouTube video? <laughs> what the goddamn fuck? I was gonna do Blu-rays for ours, but we didn't have a bad time in our Blu-rays, but apparently their first one was awful. But I hope y'all remember that they kept promising a headliner that was never announced and never yep. fucking showed or whatever. As, as I was writing this, I totally remembered that. <laughs> so as people like are just like burning shit down and breaking everything, they're actually chanting, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. As they're like just tearing up everything because that was like the absolute breaking point everybody that was still there lost their fucking mind at that point in time so and that is um keep going but i do have some shit after this i want to talk about all right so people are like attacking the vendor tents um there there are atms there they're breaking into the atms they are stealing every fucking thing that isn't nailed down um the people that work for the festival had to barricade themselves into offices um, shit is exploding. Like <clears throat> tractor trailers are exploding at this point in time. They had to bring in state troopers, like with riot gear, uh, to this festival. And when like the following Monday, when they did the press conference, um, <laughs> so Michael Lang was like, it was just a few bad apples. Like, I don't know if y'all watched the train wreck documentary about this. Um, a, we watched a couple. I've seen a couple. So I don't know if I saw the one. This was the one. It was like three parts. So it was Michael Lang and Michael Cher. And we might have to, what's it on? We'll have to watch it if we haven't already. But we've watched several about I say I want to say it's on Netflix. Uh, Michael yeah. Lang and John Cher are both in it. And like the rose-colored glasses for this. Like when they're talking about people like tearing the wall down, Michael Lang is like, they just wanted to take a piece of Woodstock with them. When Michael Lang was being, I did, when he was being uh, interviewed by MTV, they're like, you know, what do you think about this versus uh, 94? He's like, oh, I'm so glad the weather held up. But people were fucking having heat stroke and shit because it was so fucking hot. They needed, they needed that goddamn rain. <laughs> All right. So I just have like one more little thing that I wanted to mention about uh, Woodstock 99. So four women alleged that they were raped 
during during the show. I honestly um, thought it was way higher than that. Me too, and I didn't want to say it out loud because it sounds horrible to say. Yeah, so well, really a lot thought, of people think that the numbers of people that actually were raped is probably much higher. Okay, that These sense. are women that actually went to the police. I got you, yeah. So, four women went to the police. But let me tell you what John Cher said in the documentary. He said, in a crowd the size of a city, you could expect a few rapes. And has he been canceled and or executed yet? No, no. But, I mean... I'm sorry, I never just expect to get raped, no, no. matter where I'm at. There's a lot of people. I mean, I don't give a it shit. It was a different time where you almost expected, like, you know, to get your ass grabbed and things like that. But no, you don't expect. No, I always expect the occasional ass grab. If there's a fuck ton of people, Blu-rays, I expected the ass grab. Like, whatever. Yeah. No, that's gross. Who yeah. me? I'm about to shame his ass all over everything. Yeah. You, like, it's just like, you should just expect it. And it was just so gross when I heard it. I was it's like, fucking gross as hell. And I was, and I mean, I, I'm pretty understanding about the ass grabs and things like that, but that was just so far beyond what I expected to hear and what anybody should ever think or say. I was just like, what the fuck? It's like, if there's a whole bunch of people around, you should just expect to get raped. No, I, I just won't do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my fucking God. Yeah. I kind of just want to go to that guy's house now. Yeah, and just like beat the bubble. shit out of <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I mean, what are you doing? Throwing a little frame bang. Yeah, a little, throwing a little <laughs> frame bang. Like, what are you doing? No, nobody just ever expects to get raped. If, if we always just expected to get raped, we would never get raped, right? And like, by that rationale, like, everybody who lives in like a reasonably big city should just expect to get raped. Like, right, we live in New York, you should just expect We've been in every magazine for fucking the last two years about best place to live, best food, blah, blah, blah. So I just should expect to get raped to go to work. No, Three, four times no. A day. that's not a thing I'm willing just to fucking regular. do. Y'all can just hang that shit right the fuck. I will cut that shit off and eat it. Fuck you. And I don't, no sense. unfortunately, I don't know if anybody was ever charged with any of these rapes. I'm thinking probably not. Probably not, because how are you Because there are so many fucking people, it's like, you don't even know who the fuck did it, you know? Oh, gross as fuck. And I'm still under, I like to assume that, let's say we were there, right? And we're in the mosh pit or whatever, and some dude tries to rape me. I feel like the couple people that are on the outskirts of where I'm at are gonna notice and fucking intervene, right? Because I totally would. Apparently, that was not happening there. It was like people were like cheering or cheering nope. them all. Let's just, let's just not do that. Let's just move on. That's good. Yeah. Like, it was a horrible time for humanity. Like, <laughs> nothing good was yeah. happening there. Um, so in the spirit of drunk theory and conspiracies, you got to think this is on the cusp of Y2K. Was everybody just done and thought that the world was ending? 
Possibly. There's like, fuck it, this is my chance to be like the most yeah, wild how many and of these animal. People, and... How many of these people truly thought that there was about to, what, what, what month was this in 99? Uh, was it June? Hold up. Well, let me tell y'all. Let me get my notes. July. July 22nd through July 25th. So you got less than six months and the whole government and every news station is telling you that everything's about to shut down. It's going to be anarchy, you guys, you know, yeah. from Y2K. I wonder if that had anything to do with it. Maybe, but I think it was just like, everybody was just horrible back then. Like, we were all well, horrible just, now. <laughs> like well, yeah, horrible. yeah. But, like, everybody was angsty and angry and, you know, we were all just awful fucking people that I do want to point out that at the Blue Ridge, when we got, I'm going to say we got separated, but really it was, I was being a bitch and I took off, you know, whatever. And I ended up sitting outside of that fucking weed store. I had three different people come up to me and ask me if I was okay. I was just sitting there. Though. That's all. Yeah. I, I just sat down in the grass just because I was tired and I was just like, fuck it, this is where I'm sitting. Three different people. And then I walked down to see, um. I don't remember what band it was, but I walked down the hill to see somebody was playing. I sat down next to somebody and they gave me their phone charger. They had like oh, one of the phone banks. They're like, you need to charge your phone? I was like, yeah. And it, like everybody was yeah. super fucking nice. Like, yeah. I felt really comfortable there yeah. the whole time. And even like when we were separate, you know, intentionally, like when y'all would go off and do things and I'd be drinking at this stage, I always felt safe and comfortable. But yeah, apparently you shouldn't always feel safe and comfortable. Like, I refuse to just always feel weird, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <sighs> well, I'm people, sorry to be the downer. <laughs> <laughs> I did that on purpose. I left out. I didn't do any research because all of mine were downers. No, but I do love the Woodstock 99. Um, for people who don't know, we share a groomer. We have a groomer that comes out um, that does our rabbits. <laughs> she also does Kelly's dog, Mango, who is yeah. the star of the show. He's actually featured on our website. But, um, she is actually going to Blue Ridge this year. She told us she's been, this will be, be her very first music festival. She said she's been scared of music festivals because of Woodstock 99. Which is fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> so she, I wish her all the luck in the world. I don't know I how I'll be there. <laughs> I don't know how old she is. She's younger than us. Um, 30s, I guess, you know, whatever. But, um, but she's going to Blue Ridge. I would love to go to Blue Ridge if we could figure out logistics. Um, you know, we went last year, we took our RV, the RV that was gracefully given to us by my Aunt Jeannie. She gave it to Drunk Theory. We we have a Drunk Theory RV now. We do. Um, so we could come visit you in your hometown. <laughs> yeah, we could come to your hometown. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it was just a shit show from beginning to end, but it was all our fault. The actual uh, show did have problems, but it's the problems that you always expect at fucking music festivals, which is why... A lot of the complaining I never really understood. Like, if you look at the news articles from, like, the first year of Blue Ridge, people were mad they were having to wait too long for the shuttle buses. You're at a music festival and you're taking a shuttle bus. You think it's going to happen in 10 minutes? No, you better hang that shit. Like, I just know that, I guess, maybe from experience or not even really experience, just, like, common sense. I'm like, yeah, we're going to be waiting about three hours. But everybody's like, it's been an hour already. Let me fucking blaze their asses all over social media. Why? I mean, there's a million fucking people here. How how quick do you think this shit's going to happen? 
Why? And, and the reason that I probably will not do it again is not because it was bad. Um, it, it's because, A, it's insanely expensive, and I don't know that they could put together another lineup that would hit kind of my bands. Have you not been watching? Have you been watching? Holy shit. Holy fucking A. So many people are coming so back. On on Instagram. Well, I mean, people that I would friends. care about, but. No, I feel like you care about 70% of them. Well, if I do, then I might reconsider, but I'm like, there were there were a lot of people that I really wanted to see. There were a lot of people that I wanted to see again, but, you know, like, at this point in time, I've seen, you know. Yeah, it's people, people you've already seen, so. Is it worth the, you know, the. Which is fucking, why we were trying to rethink, like, we won't do it having to do our drunk theory RV because that thing is just. Dude, yeah. we spent the night in the parking lot. We had to we had to siphon power off of the ice man. <laughs> I just don't have the energy for it. And I'm like, Yeah, we're too old. Who would have to be there? Like as one of my bucket list bands that I have not seen Pantera? to get me to do that again. <laughs> yeah, what about Pantera? Because they're gonna be there. Pantera. I've seen Pantera. What the Remember fuck, we made man? fun of Pantera? <laughs> oh, yeah. they, they said, I'll be every one of your asses. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah, we saw Pantera. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll be every one of your every ass. Every one of your Oh my God. That was in our first Oz Fest, I think. Yeah, and you remember mom and daddy dropped us off and then just hung out for the whole day and then stuff. And they had like our booze at the hotel. Yeah. How cool were our fucking parents. The worst parents or the best parents. The worst. Best parents. Yeah. <laughs> now it's the worst parents, but yeah. What do they even remember? Because you know what they need to do? They need to put up. A, they need to make a. They need to make a number like nine one one or whatever, but not nine one one. Obviously, you know, like four one one. Well, that's information. Whatever they Whatever number they need to make a number to where if I'm at a festival and shit gets weird, I can dial that number and they'll come in with tanks and just start blasting in you and see if it makes it better. <laughs> like, we've got all this money for science and what are y'all doing? Y'all are putting like man balls on frogs. I need real scientific research to be happening with my tax dollars. I want y'all to tank in in you next time there's a fucking riot and that's what i need so based on just the documentary that i watched where they talked to people that were there you know it's not the music that's making them mad it's the fact that everything's insane but could expensive. could but other music calm them down so you mean like question. hold on so you mean like a crazy band and then bush right afterwards because we know <laughs> that doesn't work Bush we know that band. doesn't work you already. You come in and you, I tell you what, I need, I need. You want Holland Oates to come in? No, I need Enya only time. And I'm about to pay for the, for the rights to use this during our fucking thing. You ain't got the money. Enya is so rich, that bitch has her own whole castle. She doesn't, fucking, like, if I tell her I need her song no, for this, she she'll give it to me for 15 bucks. And she's like, get away from she'll me. She'll give it to me for $15. I'm about to play only time by Enya. I used to use that to make Taylor go to sleep. 
It actually I'm plays. Sure. It's still on my fucking playlist. It plays every once in a while. I'm on my work and I have to skip it because I'm like, holy shit, I will not make it if I listen to this. But <laughs> if a fucking team of goddamn military vehicles show up with their boom boxes playing fucking Enya, will that calm people down? That's what I need to know. It will not. That's you don't know that. I You're do not know that. a scientist. <laughs> this is a good question. It is a good question. I don't Nobody know. is going to use Paul Simon to stop a stampede. Oh, call me out. Call me out. I will keep burning. I promise. You will I be promise. boogieing down the aisle. If I'm in the middle of burning shit down and y'all play Paul Simon's call me out, I am continuing to burn. I'm just doing it like more flamboyantly. <laughs> so that's that's off the table. I'm on board with Only Time by Inya. That's the one. That's the one that calms people down. I don't know that song. Well, you need to go listen to it immediately because it was on like all of the How to Make Your Baby Shut the Fuck Up CDs that I had when Tyler was little. <laughs> I don't have any of those CDs. Well, <laughs> you should get what? some. If it won't make Mango shut the fuck up. He might love Enya. Or he might love Bitches by Mindless Self-Indulgence. Jump, jump, dig it.